Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about existentialist ennui? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. That's fucking hard to say. Jesus. How are you after that millionth take for the opening, Kelsey? I'm <laughs> great, Robert. How are you doing? I feel sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. At, see, I told you I don't feel existential stuff, so I just refuse to comprehend <laughs> the words apparently as well. Okay. Fucking um, probably won't hear any of that, but... How many times did I take to do that opening? I, like six or seven, perhaps. I, I enjoyed every minute of it, though. You mean you mean 60 to 70? It was quite a bunch. <laughs> uh, but how are you? How are you? What's going on? I'm lovely. I'm thirsty. You're you wanna, thirsty? You want to crack these things open right quick? Uh, sure. Let's get it. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a question for you real quick. What's your question? I have a question about the golden rule. You know the okay. golden rule, right? Treat others as you would like to be treated. Yeah, it's a very simple, easy rule, right? Yes. It is a rule that I do live by 100%. If I rag on you and I'm mean to you, I expect that to come back. Okay. okay. Fully, right? Yeah. Well... We get a weekly customer service tip of the week at work in an email, right? Okay. And this comes from like, so I think, I think someone in our company pays this, pays these people for this newsletter. All right. So it comes from this like performance company, this company that, I mean, you know, they're known for coming up with performance metrics and how to get the most performance out of stuff. And so they, like, advise people and consult on getting the most out of your stuff, right? Yeah. So we get this thing. It's customer service tip of the week. The golden rule is so old hat. It's not It's not of this age. We it's have not? moved on to the platinum rule. Okay? Uh, I don't know if I trust that. It is no longer treat others as you want to be treated. Treat your customers the way they want to be treated. Absolutely not. <laughs> I will not. We, my company has paid for somebody to say, basically grovel at anyone's feet anytime they want it. Oh my God. I, how I do you feel about service? That? I do not like it. I mean, sure. You want to, there's that fucking saying the customer is always right. But like, as a person what who extent? works retail, <laughs> Yeah. For so, for several years, the customer's not always right. The customer sometimes just comes in and wants to make a big fucking stink and then leave. That's all they want to do. So, yeah, I read that email this morning and was like, are we for real? Some company out there is promoting this idea. And I think 
that will bite so many people in the ass in the long run. Yeah. That is horrible advice. That is we were, some of the worst stuff I've ever heard be told for how to handle business. Yeah, ever. like we were literally just talking about this in the uh, secret Discord. We had, I think, it was Taylor talking about a grooming situation that she had go wrong, yes. where basically the, the woman just wanted to fight. And then Ferdin also described a similar situation at his job where he had a customer call in that just wanted to throw hands, mm. basically. Yep. Like... I don't I don't want to pay my employees to fight with customers. If the yeah. customer wants to fight, they can leave. They can get out. Did you see the video that I put in a uh, response to that? I don't remember. So it's this lady. She comes in and then she goes, I bought this cheese here and there oh. is a hair <laughs> stuck to it. I want my money back. And she just yes. goes, okay, here's your money. And uh, 20% off your next purchase on us. And the lady just kind of stands there and the cashier goes, oh, I'm Sorry, did 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 you want to fight? She's like, yes, I would like to fight, please. She goes, okay, <laughs> where's your receipt? And they do this little back and forth. And then she's like, thank yeah. you. And she's like, I know, people love that part. I, I That's the way I, I think some people that. are. I don't know why. I have never in my life been like going into a store being like, I want confrontation. That's the last thing on my mind every single day of my life. I don't want to confront anybody. Exactly. And from what I keep seeing, because, you know, we're all big into our Zodiac stuff now. Cancers are real big, uh, anti, we really don't like confrontation stuff. Okay. So like, I would just be like, oh, I gotta go. You know, like, I don't want, that's the last thing I want. I want things to be as smooth and good as possible, which is why I would treat the person the way I want to be treated. Nice and smooth as possible. I'm not going to go, oh, you want me to grovel at your feet? Okay, I will, because this thing said... I should treat you the way you want to be treated. That's I hate that. Disgusting. I think that is the worst advice ever. If you disagree, let me know. But I, I totally do not agree with that. Yeah. No. No. Thank you. <laughs> no. You should treat somebody fairly. But just because you want something extra or you want something a certain way, that doesn't mean you are entitled to it. No. Customer service is literally one of the worst jobs on this planet. Like, there's no manual for how to do it right because half the time the customer just like wants a refund and it's fine, and half the time the customer just wants to be heard and that's okay. But like, sometimes the customer comes in and is like, "I'm here to actively fight someone," and like, I'm not, I'm not there for that. Didn't you post the thing about the Karen Act? Yes, yeah, that was a thing. I think in San Francisco after um, that stupid ass woman called the cops on a black man who didn't have a leash on his dog or something. Yeah. Or no, he was bird watching. That's what he, that's what was happening. He was just bird watching and she didn't have her dog on a leash. And she called the cops and was like, I'm being attacked by a black man. Yeah. It was just really, it was not good. It was stupid. So they made the Karen act for, um, if you call in like a false lead to police or something. I've been back on the TikTok train. I've been trying to catch up. I haven't been on it in a while. Okay. But uh, somebody was like, yeah, Karens have been rewarded for the way they act because yes. you act this way and they get what they want. Yeah. We have to instill that that's not okay so we can get to a place where treat 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 people the way they want to be treated is not viable advice that a company can be paid consulting money to tell you about. Yeah. That is not okay. 
I think the problem, though, is like we always think it's going to get better with the next generation, but like Karens are out there raising more Karens. Yeah, <laughs> so it's exactly. Just, it's just a line of succession of all these fucking entitled ass people. It's just rich people. I hate rich people. I'm really glad that out of the five people I've talked to about this rule so far, nobody has been like, yeah, good idea. <laughs> nobody has liked it. Good. And I appreciate that. So thank you, Kelsey. You're welcome, Robert. Uh, can I tell you who I do not want to thank? Who don't you want to thank? People that work in specialized fields, because most of the time they don't know anything. Can or, you zero in on that for me? <laughs> I sure can. So remember my license plate got stolen. Yes. I went and got my new plates, which, yes, by the way, they were $6.50, which Hell is yeah. impressive to me. Oh, by the way, that's a lie. I paid with my card. You have to do a dollar surcharge. I paid seven <laughs> fifty because I used my card. Fucking liars. But still, got brand new plates, and I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, this weekend, I'm going to buy, you know, because they took the screws, too, you know? So yeah. I don't, I, I can't even just go out and put them back on. Like, I got to get new, new shit to put it on. I got license plate screws that were anti-theft. And I was like, yes, this is what I need because I just got thefted. You yeah. Know? I didn't I know like, they made those. Yeah. I was like, what a good idea. It's kind of like, like the bolts that go on your wheel where like you have the one that you need like the special unlock yes. for. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like that. So there's like an Allen wrench that comes in the kit. There's like a peg inside the screw. And so your okay. Allen wrench has a hole in the middle. Because if you used a normal one, it wouldn't be able to fit in there. Because oh, yeah. Because it wouldn't have mean. the cutout, right? Yeah. And I was like, okay, I mean, that's not the most anti-theft thing, but good enough. Because who's just going to have one of these, right? Right. So I bought those. I'm feeling good. I go out. I go to put it in, and the screws are too small for the little rubber pieces that are already in my bumper. Oh, that sucks. I mean, they just slide right in, slide right back out. There, there's it's no screwing them in. not anti-theft at all. I was like, okay, so that won't work. Um, well, let's get those rubber pieces out, because it came with little brackets to go in the holes, right? Okay. And so I finally, after so much effort, get the rubber piece out. I put the little square peg in there that came in my kit... And it falls right out. It's not big enough. And I go, oh, but I see when I put the screw in, it's going to act like a wall anchor and flare out inside. And that's what will hold it in. Okay. I get it. So I screw it in. It does not act in such a fashion. It just <laughs> fell right back out. I was like, okay, okay, this doesn't work. So I put the rubber piece back in. I bought those at Walmart. So I go... Well, where should I go? I got it. An auto parts store. Like a legit place for car accessories and needs. Yeah. Right? Okay. So I go to O'Reilly's. I'm a little partial to O'Reilly's because my brother worked for him. So whatever. Okay. Uh, I go to O'Reilly's. I go, hey, man, I need license plate screws because these, and I brought one of them in, said, this one doesn't work. I need bigger ones. Yeah. And he goes, okay, here's all we have. There's bigger sizes right there. I go, okay. So I look, and they also come with the square pegs. They're all the same size. So I know those square pegs are never going to work. But they did have bigger screws. So okay. I go, all right, I'm going to get these. I grab my package. 
I purchase them. I go right back out. And as a person does, because if you've ever been to an auto parts store, everybody buys what they are using and they just do it all in the parking lot. Yes. (laughs) Yep. So I just sit on the curb and start screwing in my license plate at the store because that's what you do. That's what you do. Just in case it doesn't work, you can walk in and take it right back. Exactly. And it doesn't work. Okay. The screw was bigger, but once I pull the rubber piece back out to inspect why it's still not working, I find out it doesn't need to be bigger. It needs to be longer. Ah. The threads for this rubber piece are all in the back. It's not like the threads are present throughout this rubber piece. They're only in the back portion. Okay, so they're, like, deep in there. Yeah, so I need a screw long enough to reach the threads, then we're in business. So I walk back inside. I am at an auto parts store. These people should know. I go, hey, man, these don't work, too. And I am proceeded to be told, of course they work, because we sold them to you. You don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, okay. So he goes, you want me to come out there and do it? And I was like, yes, I do. He comes out and goes, oh, it doesn't work. Oh, look at that. No shit. I know that I have soft hands, okay? (laughs) But I know enough about tools and cars and shit that I can get this to work, okay? Yeah, it's a simple, like, screw-in thing. It's not, like, technical. (laughs) Yeah, it's not a big deal. So he goes, oh, it doesn't work. I'll be back. He disappeared for, like, 20 minutes. And he finally comes back and goes, I finally found something that'll work. And so he brought out some bolts. They're not even screws, right? Yeah. And these bolts are really long. And I was like, well, that kind of works because it's not like a Phillips head or a flathead screwdriver piece. You would need like a bolt, like a certain size to be able to unscrew this. So this is somewhat anti-theft. So we get it screwed in. It works. And he goes, well, you know what I would do? And I go, what would you do? And he goes, I would get a bracket, and then I could use whatever screws I wanted to. And I was like, all right, so what's up with that? So we go in there, and he goes, yeah, I would probably get this one. And he goes, well, I mean, you would have to you would have to drill new holes into your bumper. So the old <laughs> holes would be there, but you'd have these new holes that you could put this on. But then it wouldn't really be center, but it would work. And I go, okay. And then, and then I just left. Okay, yeah. Why, now that I've gotten it to go in... With the screw already, and it <laughs> Here's works. There's a more complicated way that you could do it that would look worse. Yeah, why would you offer me a worse solution? Oh my god. Why are people who are experts in their field just bad at what they do? I don't know, man. I wish I did. Or, if they are good at what they do, how come the people that go to them to ask don't care what they have to say? <laughs> It's like a double-edged sword of you're good at it, but no one believes you, or you're bad at it, and people believe everything you say. Yeah. It was the most frustrating experience I've ever had trying to get a fucking screw to put my license plate in. That sounds like a time. It was ridiculous. Like, this was like a two-hour ordeal, okay? Jesus, for screws? Like, well, like, I was at O'Reilly's for probably an hour. Oh my god. But me trying to figure out what was going wrong when I was at home, well, it took me like 20, 30 minutes to figure out how to get these rubber things out of the bumper, because I was like, I don't know what these are. I was like, why are they just like fucking in this thing? And it turns out they're like, if I said fluted, would that make sense to you? Fluted? So like, they're skinny, 
they're skinny on the back end, and then they, like, bubble out really thick, and then they skinny back up at the front. So the reason why they're in there is because you have to, like, stuff the fat into the hole, right? (laughs) Okay. And that way it doesn't pull out when you, like, yank on them, because now what's inside the hole is bigger than the hole itself. Okay, it's like Spanx. (laughs) Yeah. So I get how they were in there, but I didn't know that to start i had to learn what they were you know yeah okay that's that's a fun time but i figured it out and nothing worked and the guy's like you're stupid like we are o'reilly's i'm not trashing on o'reilly's because i still like the place but that guy doesn't know what he's talking about or he shouldn't think he knows too much and that people coming in don't know anything but working (sighs) in customer service you know Most of the time, people don't, so I know that you adapt the mindset of, I have to assume people know nothing. Yeah, he should have just treated you the way you wanted to be treated, Robert. No, he shouldn't have. (laughs) (laughs) He should just have treated me good. Just be good to begin with. Just be good. Be smart. So anyway, um, I have a license plate on my car, and I care not to ever do that again. Okay, well, congratulations. I have an update from a thing we talked about last time. Okay. Remember how I said I was going to Wicked? Yes. I went. And you hated it. No, it was wonderful. No, you loved it, it, right? Beautiful and perfect. Oh, my God. So we had talked before about how this production came to our high school. Well, it didn't come to our high school. Like, our high school put on a yeah. miniature version of the production. So I Now that I've seen like, it, like, they did a miniature version. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that the musical ended with Defying Gravity, and that is where the musical, like, kind of begins. That's, like, the halfway point, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I think that they put on five or six songs at our high school, and I thought I thought the whole plot was just, like, female friendship and, like, two girls getting to know each other and, you know, they find yeah. out they're all not so bad. And that's, like... That just barely touches on the themes of Wicked. There's, like, government corruption, and there's animal rights, and, like, it kind of even touches on, like, racism, too, because the people in Oz that are animals, like the the goat teacher, they're relegated to, like, you are now a goat, and we're taking your voice away. Yeah. Like, wow, that's that's poignant. And, like, the end, like, the last ten minutes of the musical, they hit you with, like, three twists in a row, and you're just like, what is happening? What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. It was was very cool. And the venue was awesome, too, because they had, uh, like, a very strictly enforced mask mandate. So, like, people were out the door checking masks, being like, you need to wear one. If you're not wearing one, you have to fucking leave. Okay. And, like, I saw people getting, like, sternly talked to, like, put on your mask, be a good adult. And they were like, okay, I just want to see Wicked. Yeah, basically. I think, you know, the the crowd that goes to a theater production is more likely to wear a mask, I think. I I agree. Yes. So, and like you said, there was nobody, like, fighting for my armrest or anything. It wasn't rowdy. It was just really, it was nice. It was packed. It was absolutely full. Like, the theater was completely sold out. But I did not feel endangered at all because everyone was so masked and so polite. Good, good. That makes yeah. me happy because I know you were a little on edge about it. I was. I was extremely so nervous. But yeah, everything went super great and got to see the musical and it was a very happy time. So when I saw it, I didn't like it. What? Why? Because I went, is this canon? I was like, oh. is, 
is this what we're saying is like the real story? Yeah. Because right? if it was, don't like it. Really? And I was like, if this is just like a version of it, I was like, this is great. And it is yeah. just a version of it, so I like it. Because okay. I don't need all my villains to be made good. Yeah, I agree with that. And I feel that. like Wicked is what started it. Kind Maybe. Because Wicked is huge. People love it. And they love the idea of that, right? Yeah, the villain origin story. And, like, not everybody's all bad. Yeah, but it became such a theme. And I was like, it's cool. But my Wicked Witch is just a lady that wants to take your little dog to. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's all it needs to be for me. And so, as its own little story, I think of rocks, dude. It's really interesting and cool. It is. But to make it the canon, I was like, well, I, I, I didn't like it in that way. So, I, like, held reservations on the show when I first saw it. Yeah. Because, like, I was in, oh, I was into it. When a musical is good, you can't help but just, like, be sucked into another world. You know? Yeah. And Wicked really does it. And the set design was so cool. I don't know if it's like this at every production of Wicked, but like they had this steampunk dragon thing above the mm. stage mm-hmm. that was like breathing smoke and shit. It was so cool. I, I, I see, love. I saw it there too when I went to see it. Okay, the Dallas Music Hall? Yeah, so I'm wondering if they probably, you know, it's just like the same setup as what I saw. You know? Yeah, probably so. I mean, it was it was amazing. I just love the entire like clockwork aesthetic and everything was just bright green in the Emerald City. Yeah. It was it was wonderful. Now you've seen pretty much like the big ones. I think there's only one left that you just need to see in Broadway play form. Sweeney Todd? <laughs> no. Cats? You need to see cats. I need to see cats. I gotta find a way for you to experience cats. Not see cats. Dude experience cats if cats ever came to dallas i would literally lose my brain if cats came to dallas i would go with you oh my god (laughs) i would not enjoy it but i would go with you for sure okay hold on because because it might be different in that platform okay so it is going to be in fort worth in that's November. not Dallas. That that's not Dallas. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'll look at it. Okay. I'll look at it. in November. That's soon. You, you got to get tickets soon. now. <laughs> I wonder what tickets cost. I'm gonna click just to check it out. Sorry, guys. Hang on. Hang on, please. Oh, hang on, guys. Important business. <laughs> For real. Limited this is inventory. One day. Uh, but yes, I think. This is a thing you need to do, though. Like, for yes. how much you love it. You've seen, like, all the big ones. You need cats now. I need cats. My dream one is still Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, that one's and definitely worth seeing. <clears throat> not even because I really love the musical that much. It's it's the way they, like, use the theater and, they like, they do stuff. Like you said with that steampunk dragon, right? Yeah. It's like, like there's the a whole... set stuff. Like, that's what I want to experience. Yeah, the whole chandelier situation is Yes, that's what I'm talking about. That's what tickets. I'm talking. That's what I want. <laughs> like I want that life experience. I don't yeah. really care about the musical. I've seen it, you know. Yeah. And that's what's so cool about Hamilton too. You've watched Hamilton on Disney Plus, right? No. Uh. So in Hamilton, the way the stage is like created, it's these three concentric circles. 
and okay. they they spin in different directions for different songs. So like the actors are just like fucking like b- booking it around the stage <laughs> or <laughs> or they'll okay. be like walking in the opposite direction so it looks like they're, you know, going for a stroll but they're in the same space. Oh, see that and shit's they, so cool, dude. It's so cool and they do Plays this like cool. really awesome uh, like rewind effect in one of the songs, and it just it gives me it gives me chills. I love like, it. Okay, reaching out for sponsors now. <laughs> I love the theater. I really do. Every theater production I've been to, for the most part, I have gone away like so changed. I think they're so cool. Plus, yeah. it's like happening live. It's yes. just cool. I love it. I think black box theater ones where like they're on. Where, like, you, you're you on, like, all four sides of the theater. Yes. I think those are amazing. Those are so cool. Theater is just amazing. We should go to more fucking plays, man. I want to, but they're so expensive. So, yeah. if somebody wants to get us to, you know, review plays or some shit, I'll do that. Oh. Just help I'm me out. so about that. Can you imagine getting paid to review plays? Oh. Yeah, help would, me out, people. I want that. I would love that. Like, yeah. Go see Wicked. You get tickets for 50% off. Okay. Okay. I'll go. Oh, Cats is going to be, you know, 40 bucks. Okay. I'd go. You know? Yes. Dude, I love the theater. Theater is cool. And it is, it is such a, we've talked about it. It's just such a hard medium to take in. It is. Because you can't do it in your home. You have to, like, go somewhere. You have to find a designated place, and it's always so expensive. It's right. So, it, well, big theater is expensive. Like, yeah, community have, theaters like, are better. Yeah, maybe I'll just start going to community theater stuff, you know? <laughs> I went to a community theater production in the colony. Really? Of, like, a murder mystery. Hell Yeah. And it was one of the coolest things I'd ever been to. <laughs> was it, it one of those interactive ones where, like, you have to solve the case? Yes. Yes, and, like, I love those. Like, the lights went out and, like, you heard the scuffle, but, like, you couldn't see. Because, I mean, you're sitting there and you really couldn't see what had happened and who murdered who, you know? Oh, it's so cool. And I was like, how do I figure it out? Like, it was a neat experience. Like, it's theater is an experience, you know? Yeah. It becomes so much more. I think it's great, and I wish it was easier to experience this kind of stuff. Yeah, I agree. <sighs> Making me wish I could see theater more. I saw so <laughs> much theater in college because, you know, you were, like, required to. Yeah. And I never had to pay for it. It was great, and I saw some I cool know. shit. But, I mean, that's that was the best part of college for me is, like, getting a theater class where yeah. they just, like, paid for your tickets for musicals and shit. You know, one of my favorites was a black box theater production of Cruel Intentions. Oh, cool. And I was like, I've seen, like, I don't care, right? And for some reason, in the theater setting, it was infinitely better than that movie ever was to me. It's because you're there. I was there. I felt it, you know? It was just neat. I loved it. Yeah. I still think about that one, and I'm like, I don't even like that movie, but I love that play. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Well, that that makes me super happy. I'm so glad that you got to go. Yeah, me one too. One day, I'll see my dream one, and then we will see cats one day. Okay. Um, something weird happened to me while I was at the theater. Okay. 
So just before the musical was about to begin, uh, I got a text message. Like I went to go turn off my phone, noticed this message. And I was like, who is this? So it starts. Hey, are you Demetrius? It's Jessica. We spoke on Hinge. Okay. I was like, oh no. So she like goes into detail, like trying to get Demetrius to remember who she is. And then she says, I'm back in the area for a while. If you want to actually meet up while I'm here, are you available? And like, (laughs) how, if you received this, this message, what would you do? Oh, I would honestly just delete it. I could never respond back. That's what Richard said too. He's like, you should just delete that. Like, don't break this girl's heart. And I'm like, but, but if it was me on the other end of it, I would want, I would prefer to know, I think that like, yeah, that she would gave prefer me. to know, but now I have to tell her. <laughs> yeah. So I just responded, oh no. And then like a little sweaty emoji. Oh. <laughs> and I said, this isn't Demetrius, but I wish you well, Jessica. And I gave her a heart emoji. And, and then she said, ah, dang. So she responds, oof, that's the worst. Ha ha. Oh. <laughs> I feel like he slipped me the wrong number. LOL. I prefer to think he wrote it wrong. So you know my name and how I look. What's yours? And then she sends me a selfie. Okay. And I'm like, I'm in too deep. I don't know what to do at this point. Oh, my God. So now you just said, seeing wicked, threw up a little peace sign. I... I didn't know what to do. I showed Richard and he's like, if, if you respond to this, it's going to be like a, a person that has your, your face. face. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're going to come find you. Like, I didn't give her my name. I didn't give her anything. I was just like, oh, no, I'm not Demetrius. Have a good life. And yeah. she sends me back this whole like thing in her face. And I'm like, how do I how do I respond to this poor woman? Because clearly she's like going through it. You know, it's yeah, it's COVID times. It's a sad world out there for online dating i'm you sure you can totally difficult. respond in your in your mask then she doesn't have your face you know oh i don't know man i i didn't even give her like a gender or an age i just like <laughs> gave her like this is not emoji yes yeah. yeah so i just kind of like left her hanging and i felt kind of bad so like oh. 20 minutes later she just texts back good to meet you it's so loony but you seem kind of cool oh okay. she follows that up you're not a wacko, are you? LMAO. Who is this? Ch- she sounds <gasps> fun, though. <laughs> Don't know, man. She kind of sounds amazing. I I so badly wanted to... Like, she looks cool. She looks like a like a normal, like, 30-something, maybe late 20s. Okay. Like, she looks, she looks like she would be a fun person. But that's based on this, like, singular photo that she sent of me. And I don't know if this is actually Jessica or is this some person trying to catfish me into something, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, how far into the conversation would I have gotten before it turned into, like, I need you to wire me money and also I need your social security information. Exactly. Like, we don't know, which is the problem. She sounds amazing. Like, I already like her. See, that's the thing. What if it was a scam artist and then you're, like, reeled in? You're on the hook. I just... I'm too paranoid for that shit. So I, f- I feel bad. Jessica, if you're out there, I'm not Demetrius, but I do wish you well. <laughs> <laughs> oof. Oof. <laughs> oh, speaking of a big oof, uh, I did, I watched a movie. Oh, what'd you watch? It's been a while since I've gotten back to those 10 movies that are supposed to be really bad for you to watch. Oh, no. Okay. 
So I've hit the third one in the list. And again, this is not a ranked list, right? It's just like, here are ten terrible movies. I mean, I guess you take that as you will, because, I mean, they are labeled ten to one, you know? Okay. And it's like the top ten movies, so... Because so far, number ten is the worst to me. Okay. Um, I watched the Poughkeepsie tapes. Okay. And yes, the one that's the worst was Exhibit A. I just... And yeah, uh, that one fucks with me still. So this is the Poughkeepsie tapes. I think you would love it. I have heard of this movie, and I feel like I almost watched it, but didn't. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to go half spoilers, okay? I'm not going to go full in. Okay. But it's essentially the FBI finds a set of tapes in a house, and they're just discussing this murderer and what they've how they were trying to track this guy for all these years and what led them to finding the tapes. So it's like a cop story on like, well, we started following these clues because of this murder, but then he changed the MO. So we were thrown off the track for a long time. It's like that kind of thing. Okay. It's really not like, oh yeah, watch him murder people, you know? Yeah. So I think you might like it because it's kind of that crime drama story stuff, you know? Yeah. It's real detective-y. Um, here's like a part that I think you might like. So they never really find out how he started. Like, they're like, we don't know what, what led him to do this. Okay. Right. They are like, but you know, he killed this first person, which you see on the tape. You get to see like his first victim. And then it shows them in an FBI training class. And it's a guy teaching the class. And he's like, if you can watch these videos, or well, if you can't watch these, this is probably not the job for you, because you will see much worse. Um, and he plays one of the videos, and then he, so he plays the first one with his first victim, and he goes, what'd you guys think? Because uh, this is him when he didn't know what he was doing yet. Okay. You know, so then it goes to the next one when he's like kind of figuring it out, and he pretends that his car... Uh, stalled somewhere so he gets in a car with this couple and he's like yeah can you just take me to a gas station there's a exit right up the road and it's right around this bend and there's a gas station there right okay and then he kills this couple and then it goes back to the cops and they go yeah so based on this here's what we know about his process they were like he knew that there was a gas station here he knew how far away, where to be on the highway, that people would feel comfortable taking him there. But he also knows it's an abandoned gas station. So he planned, because there really is a gas station. So when they pull up, they're like, you know, what's going on? Like, they don't think anything of it, because there is a gas station. It's not like they drove and never found one. Right. And then he kills them. So he put a lot of planning into it, right? Okay. And then they go, so, based on where we found... The bodies, what we did was we took a 200-mile radius on this road. It's it's this one highway. It only goes east and west, so it's not like they need to check north and south. And they said, we, we went to every gas station for 200 miles to the east of this and the west. Sure. And asked every single one of them for their surveillance tapes of that day. And it took some doing, but we got it. And they said, at one of them, we found this. And they're playing it for the little class. And it's the killer guy, and he's holding his hand 
in front of his face, so you never see his face. Okay. And he's signing something into the camera. And the guy's like, what do you guys think he's doing? And someone's like, is he signing something? And then one guy in the front's like, yeah, and he's signing Red House. And the... What? And the teacher guy goes, yep, you are right. He is, like, American Sign Languaging Red House into this camera. We found the bodies for these people behind the Red House Inn at this place, right? What the fuck? He goes, so he told us where the bodies were going to be. This surveillance tape was taken before he ever met the couple. So he signed where he was going to dump these bodies before he ever even found people to kill. Jesus. Okay. Like it's that, like, like that's what the Poughkeepsie tapes is. It's just telling the things they found out while watching this, while trying to find this guy. Do you think that there's any killers out there who like actually leave a little breadcrumb trail like this for detectives? Like, yes, 100%. You think so? I don't think that's a real thing. Cause like the Zodiac killer, of course, did that whole stupid cipher thing that took, you know, 50 years to crack. But like, I think, I think that Hollywood has kind of taken the idea of the really smart, elevated serial killer with high IQ and like thinking forward and, they've taken that and been like, let's make it real cinematic, you know? Yeah. Whereas like normal killers, I think even serial killers, they don't know weeks in advance when they're going to kill somebody. They're just like, tonight I feel like killing and they go out and they find their victim. I think some people do. Maybe. I think some of them like find a person and just learn all they can about them before they ever do anything. Yeah. I guess stalkers do exist. Yeah. So that's the kind of style of movie. What do you think? I mean, it sounds creepy. I mean, it's creepy, but I just think you might like it because it's not exactly a gore fest. Yeah. It's more like, oh, and then here was the next stage of his career, quote unquote, you know? Yeah. So now I'm kind of wondering, like, what's the what's the fucked up part? Because Exhibit A was kind of similar in this style where it's just like you kind of watch one person slowly lose it and they they're. The so, consequences of their actions are kind of the big oof in that one. So right. what's what's the big oof in this one? I'll go ahead and give you the big oof. So that was half spoilers. Here's full spoilers. Okay, here we go. The big oof is that there is a girl that he, one of the first people he ever kidnapped. And he keeps her throughout the length of his career. Oh, God. He keeps this one girl, only one, out of the length of the time that he does this. And he has her in his house, and she wears a mask. He is the master, and she is the slave. And he conditions her to, like, be his slave and, like, respond to him in these ways. And he tortures her all this time and all this crap, right? Okay. And at the end, Sissy, you may not like it now, because this guy is literally always ahead of the curve. Okay. I mean, he's basically... I mean, this is a fake movie. This is not based on, like, a true story, okay? Yeah. He led them to his house where they found the tapes in the movie. I mean, he was that far ahead that he gave it all up and did everything and, like, brought them to his house. Okay. He he planned everything. He even framed a guy that they put all the murders on, and the day he was executed, he sent a map to that cop's partner because he framed a cop for it, right? Jesus. All right. 
and goes, missed a body, and the day after he was executed, they f- they found out that they killed the wrong guy. Okay. Like, he's that intricately ahead of them. You know? Yeah. Like, it's that kind of thing. Okay. But so, he leads them there, and they find the tapes, and they find that girl. So she's still alive. Oh, she's still alive. Okay. Yeah. And here's the big oof to me. This was my big oof. I don't, because Ferdin said it makes his tummy hurt. Okay. And this is what made my tummy hurt. Uh, they find her and then they do an interview with her. It's like after many months of like trying, we finally were able to get an interview with Cheryl, like the person that he had in his house for, I mean, like seven years or something. Fuck. Okay. He had her for a long time. And they're doing the interview with her, and they're like, okay, uh, how how does it feel uh, to be back home with your family? And she just kind of, like, looks around, and she's, uh, what do you, what do you, what do you want me to say? And they're like, no, uh, well, I mean, you just, uh, what's it like being back in your old room? And she's like, uh, what do you, what do you want me to say? Like, she's been so conditioned to only being told what to do, she can't uh, even say something to the... She's like, what do you want me to do? Tell me what you want me to say. Because well, she can't sad. do it on her own now. Right? I hate that. And then it turns into... She goes, I'm going to say it. And nobody will let me say it. But he loved me. Oh. He loved me. That's why he kept me around. And nobody else. He loves me and he's gonna come back for me one day he's going to come take me away and we're gonna be happy together again and then it like freeze frames and it like zooms in on her face and says two weeks after this interview she killed herself oh god fuck and to me uh, that was the big oof i was just like i'm depressed (laughs) you know (laughs) don't like that but guess what what? The opening of the movie was a body being exhumed and dragged out of the ground. He did come Great. back for her when she was a dead body. Oh my god. Like, he did come back for her. Uh, it's a fucking wild movie. Yeah, it sounds like it. But I think it's worth a watch. It was interesting, if that okay. makes sense. It's not, ew, gross. There are some of those moments. Yeah. It does come off a bit cheesier than some other ones. Like, you... Sometimes you're like, all right, this is acting. Yeah. You know? I mean, it it's not fully gut punch oof, but that girl, she's the director's, uh, like, girlfriend or wife, right? Oh, shit. Okay. She, she is so believable in all the parts that she's in. She's the girl that gets kidnapped and does that whole part, right? Yeah. She's what sells that. She was amazing. Like, that's what makes you buy this stuff. Who's the actress? Let me look. Sorry, I just pulled up cats, and there's these yellow eyes with people inside, and it scared the (laughs) shit out of me. Uh, (laughs) Poughkeepsie tapes. Her name is Stacy Chabowski. Don't know that one. Stacy Chabowski. I mean, she... Oh! Oh, by the way, I can maybe sell you on the movie more. Okay. You know who the guy is who directed this movie? I don't. He did Quarantine. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, he did Quarantine, and he did another movie that I fucking love. I was like, oh, no wonder I kind of like this movie a lot. Okay. He's he's done shit that I really enjoy. 
John Eric Dowdle. Oh, remember the movie we were talking about watching in Nashville? Devil with the Elevator? Yes. He yeah. did that movie. Really? Yeah. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong wrote it, but this oh. guy directed it. Okay, okay. And then he did As Above, So Below, which I also fucking love that movie. Haven't seen that one. It's pretty good. They go into the tunnels in France that's like full of oh. all the bones and the skulls and stuff. Oh, it's is it like a real documentary? No. Oh, I'm no, fascinated with the catacombs of Paris. It's definitely like a movie movie, you know? Okay. Well, they go into the catacombs and they actually like transition into hell. Shit. Like they, they go to oh. hell in ah. the movie. It's a dope I want movie. That. Oh my God. It's dope. So yeah, this guy is dope. He is cool. I like this guy. His name is John Eric Dowdle. Okay. And the Poughkeepsie tapes was like one of his first things that he ever did. And it actually sat on the shelf for like two years after it was finished before it came out. Cause people said it was too dark. Yeah. So it really hit the film festival circuit or something. Ugh. And then he got quarantine devil as above. So below. I mean, he's good. I do like him. Stacy Chabowski. She doesn't have a Wikipedia, so I don't know like too much about her. Okay. But she's basically just been in like some of his stuff. She's in quarantine apparently. Oh. So I might need to look for her again. And okay. she's in Devil. I think she's the main girl in Devil. Now that I think about it. Oh, okay. So she's the sister of Stephen Chabowski, who wrote um, the Perks of Being a Wallflower. Yep. And she's, she's in that incredible novel. So this is a cool little family unit here. Okay. We got some neat stuff. But Poughkeepsie Tapes, I liked it. Like, I like I really liked it. I kind of thought it was an enjoyable watch because you're like, how how did they, you know, you're kind of like drawn on this mystery of like, how did the cops finally catch up to this guy? Yeah. To the point that you find out, oh, they actually didn't. He just led them where they went the entire time. Okay. That's pretty cool, though. It would take 20 hours to assemble the Millennium Falcon, it says. Yeah, dude. Holy shit. It's intense. What would it take like, to do two idiots assembling it? Like 35 oh my God, hours? Forever. Dude, we would need like <laughs> like a workshop table. Oh like my we would need God. room. That would be. Now that's if we had the big one. Yeah. So maybe we start small. <gasps> dude, now if we built an AT-AT, oh. I might fight you for it. Oh my God. Fight to the death. I love AT-ATs. I do too. Oh shit! Never mind. There it is. It's 160 bucks. For I the, would fight you for this. For the Falcon or for the AT-AT? For the AT-AT, I would fucking fight your ass for this. <laughs> How many hours does it take to assemble? Maybe we build two of them. Oh, it's so cool though. Oh, the they don't even look like that many pieces on the outside. You know? Do they have like stuff going yeah. on inside? Yeah. It says it's 1,267 pieces. Like, that's so many pieces. Look at him. He's so neat. And then he's got, he's like firing the lasers. Yeah, we should. Oh, but see, like, you can like open his side and there's like chairs and stuff inside. Okay, so yeah, it's got like things that, wow, his whole head opens and there's like things in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we should have like a dual custody ship over this. Then you can fucking hang Luke underneath him to cut open his <laughs> belly. Oh my god, his belly! That's like the coolest part. 
All right, folks, if you enjoyed that bit of the preamble, remember you can get the full bonus episode by going over to patreon.com backslash yimtope and signing up to be a patron. Uh, don't forget that you'll get access to all the weekly mini episodes, which is like, I think, 43 episodes now. So you get the whole back catalog when you sign up. Uh, you can join for as low as $2 a month right now. That is for the first tier. And that one comes with the Discord community as well. Do not... Do not sleep on the Discord community, you guys. It's fucking good. We got stuff going on in there each and every day. We have different thoughts on different things. Talk about the episodes. Share memes. Share life. It's a good time. And if you just want like a little bit more, you like the pre-rambles, you like the Discord, but you just want that extra spice, that little bit more. We also have the Zeitgeist tier, which is $5 a month. And with that one, you get access to our secret YouTube channel where we publish a new review every single month. And we do a deep dive on some movies, a video game, maybe a TV show. Uh, we kind of just pick something and go deep all on this one piece of content. Just pick it apart and see all the interesting stuff about it. Uh, we've probably done, what, like six or seven of those? I think so, we've done eight, maybe. See, done even more. Or about uh, the film number eight. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we've got we've got some good stuff, so don't sleep on those. But if you need even more, you want to take us out into the world, make sure to get yourself some merch over at the Yimto Peril store. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, uh, tote bags, mugs, all kinds of stuff. It's going to be winter soon, so that hoodie is looking pretty good. Just saying. It's cozy. <laughs> we just wanted to say, really and truly... Thank you all to all of our supporters. We love you guys so much. You really do push us forward. And now back to your regularly scheduled content. Robert. Yo. If I say the letters CGM to you, does that mean anything? I feel like it's a video game term, but I it's don't not. know. <laughs> okay. So if you're out there in internet land and you know what CGM means, you already know that I'm about to get into like a full on rabbit hole. Um, Here's an interesting thing. Apparently, like, your hair can just change <laughs> as you get older. Like, my hair is turning curly. Okay. And I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> like, so I have, I've had straight hair my entire life. And lately, it's just been, like, really frizzy and I can't fucking control it. And I thought I would go to Googling because since I've been living, you know, the pescatarian life, I thought maybe, like changing in protein might make my hair weaker or something okay but like yeah like your hair can just turn curly halfway through your life after 31 <laughs> years on this god-given earth okay. um and it's it, it can be due to any number of factors it can be due to stress or diet or like genetics or just because so yeah my hair is becoming curly uh cgm stands for curly girl method okay and you would think that having, like, curly hair... My hair is... It's not, like, curly, curly. Not, like, tight, spiral curly. But it's got, like, a wave to it now. There's, like, a whole scale of ranking your hair on, like, where it falls on the the, the curly scale, I guess. And it's, like, between two and a four and between an A and a C. So I'm, like, a 2A, which is, like, the tiniest bit of curl. Okay. And <laughs> it's just... There's so much information out on the web that is just an overwhelming amount of recommendations and styling methods and just like 
things that you're supposed to do to your hair, like I have for my entire life just washed it and air dried it and it's been good. Occasionally I'll straighten it if I want it to be like pin straight or hell, I'll do straightening iron curls, which I have learned my hair will just do straightening iron curls like on its own without the actual iron. So I'm having a fucking time going down the rabbit hole that is CGM. Um, I can't imagine just having different hair one day. Yeah, it's been it's been weird. Like I thought it was just like my hair is turning bad, but no, it's just <laughs> turning into a different kind of no, good. No, it's I'm, evolving. Okay, it's evolving. It took the the, the stone yeah. or whatever. Um, the I just want to touch on the vocabulary that people use when they're okay. talking about curly hair because my God, this is this is my biggest criticism of the. CGM community is that their vocabulary for hair fucking sucks. Like all these words that they come up with, they'll it, like it'll, you'll be reading an article and they'll just be like, "Don't forget to plop gobble in your slop pineapple." And I'm like, "What does that fucking mean?" That's funny because I looked up CGM and I got like continuous glucose monitoring, and then you uh, said something <laughs> about hair, so I typed in hair and I got curly girl method. <laughs> And one of the top links up here just says plopping curly hair. Yeah, plopping. Everyone's super into plopping. That's where you like flip your head upside down and like. Oh, when you like squish it upwards? Yeah, you like squish all the water out of it by scrunching it. Yep, I've seen that on TikTok many a time. But I did not know what it was called. (laughs) It's called plopping and it's bad and I hate it. So Uh, you're not a plopper. I mean, I. It, it's making my hair look better when I plop, so I'm trying okay. to plop, but I just hate the word. And that's that's my big criticism of this thing. It's like, y'all need better terminology for things you do to your hair. Oh my god, that's so funny. I'm yeah, going to have to be reading on this. Uh, I just... There's so many... It's it's overwhelming. Like, I've been using silicones and sulfates in my hair my entire life, and now it's like, if you put any kind of silicone near your hair, you're doing a disservice Ooh. to your scalp. It's really, it's a judgmental community, but it's also a very helpful community. Like, there's people in there that want you, they're like, we want you to have good hair. We want you to have better hair days. We want, we're here to help. And there's some people that are just like, don't put a sulfate in your hair. You're making Jesus cry. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, yeah, because towel drying your hair roughs up the hair cuticles, leads to yeah. frizz and tangles. But most curly peeps <laughs> flop their hair. Yeah, apparently towel drying your hair is like a sin against god so don't do it guys i mean Um, i like rub my hair to start like i just kind of get it there and then it's still damp and i let it air dry from there yeah is that okay maybe sure i mean you have straight hair so do whatever the fuck you want with it oh so that's fine it's only if i'm curly haired i have to follow you know the like 10 commandments of curly hair okay (laughs) it's like 317 commandments though it's so much it's overwhelming I don't want product recommendations. If you write in with a product recommendation, I swear to God, I'm going to find you and I'll, oh, I will I was about to say, down. Th- this says that mane and tail is good for you. Sure. I mean, Horace shampoo. Why not? Yeah, why not? It's oh, it's a lot. I'm just trying amazing. to have, I'm just trying to have good hair days, guys, and it's getting harder. I'm sorry. Can I just, can I just read this one to you, though? Yes, sure. The sulfate free shampoos. Do you know what they're called? Probably is it low poo? Yeah, it's low poo. Yeah, I fucking this is this is more examples of the shitty terminology this community has. Don't forget to plop your low poo. Like what the? What stop are the cleansing, talking like that? What What are the cleansing conditioners called? 
A no poo? They're called no poos. Yeah, there's just a lot of poo in this in this oh, situation. Yeah, I'm gonna be reading this later. Yeah, I'll I'll keep you informed on how my plopping and pooing I'm is going. I think I know why it's this way. Because why this is, is this a way? cosmopolitan article. Ugh, God. And you know they they just invent this stuff to try to make it seem more edgy. You know, if if they're the ones that have come up with these terms, I would not be surprised. That's what I'm thinking, because the first thing when I clicked on curly girl method, it's cosmopolitan. OK, so, well, at least that's the top search here because yeah. there's a how to follow the curly girl method from naturally dot com. And this was posted in 2016. Yeah. So I will be doing a cross reference on terminology <laughs> later. Okay. I gotta know. One of the thing about this stupid method is that you're not supposed to brush your hair. And I have brushed my hair like six hundred times a day since I was <laughs> since I had hair. So okay. I don't I don't know what to do if I'm not brushing it. I wake up in the morning and it's just enormous and terrible. And I'm like, what do I what do I do with it? If you, you don't it. If you're not supposed to break it. <laughs> just don't forget to low poo glob bub. I mean, come on. And uh, naturallycurly.com from 2016 says low poo right there. So I think it is just the terminology. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you know who else has curly hair? Who has curly hair? Pepper Ann. Oh, man. She's much too cool. She's much too cool for CGM. Much too cool for plopping. Oh, man. Love uh, Pepper Ann. <laughs> well, good news for you. Disney Plus is going to be getting the first three seasons of Pepper Ann starting It's not even on... all of it? What? Not all of it, for uh, some reason. Just the first why? three seasons on it's September 8th. It's their show. I know. I'm really confused. So, like, there's 65 episodes in five seasons, and so far, they're, like, just the first three. And I'm uh, wondering if there's, like, a licensing reason? Like, did they sell Pepper Ann halfway through its tenure or something? Or... Is it just like, we only want the good episodes, or... That's what I'm wondering now. By the way, I cut you off, because I was very stoked about Pepper Ann. When is it coming on Disney Plus? Uh, September 8th. September 8th. Yes. Um, I think I'm finding out this was not as popular of a show as I remember. I remember Pepper Ann being, like, huge, though. Because, like, nobody's seen it. Nobody talks about it, except for... Like, you, me, and, like, two Discord community people. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows this. So yeah. I don't think it was big. I mean, it was part of Disney's one Saturday morning blog from 1997 to 2000, so... That's what I'm saying. But, like, nobody knows it. I saw this on the Discord community earlier, and I took Jinx out to go to the bathroom, and she pooped to me just singing to the top of my lungs pepper and pepper and much too cool for seventh grade oh my god no one's cooler than pepper and loved pepper and i think about that show all the time did you know that pepper and was the first disney animated television series created by a woman that's dope i it did is. not know that me either that's super um cool. okay so here's here's a thing so the first three seasons of pepper and were on abc and then the last two were aired on upn i wonder if that's okay something probably i can't I figure th it out it's all I disney think, i think yeah i was gonna say i think upn was still disney but maybe just because it's a separate offshoot they have to 
worry about the licensing in that area, you know? Maybe, yeah. So it's like the, um, what, 25th anniversary of Pepper Inn? Or is it 24th? I can't count. I think it was 24th. From 1997 to 2021. So yeah, 24th. Yeah, man. Some wild shit right there. (laughs) That's an old show. Yeah, she's definitely not in 7th grade now. No. Pepper Inn's getting social security. Man, what a good show. Cannot wait. I will be watching it the day one. Whole yeah, thing. I do love that show. I haven't seen it in, in probably 24 years. So. Probably. Uh, another television news. So HBO Max has ordered a new Adventure Time series. Did you hear about this? No. Like a whole series, not the little like one-offs? It's a 10-episode series that's ordered right now. <sighs> okay. So it's going to actually be around Fiona and Cake. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> they're okay. serious. I'm excited. I'm good. I don't I know. Love Fiona um, and Cake. I do too. I don't know what to make of this. So for folks who are not in the know, <sighs> Fiona and Cake are uh, the like gender bent version of Finn and Jake. Yeah, they are um they are Ice King's fan fiction of Finn and Jake. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, the episode they're introduced in it's him reading the fan fiction to them and he's like what do you guys think isn't it great <laughs> oh i love the ice king i'm so stoked yeah i don't know when this Ugh. is coming out i haven't uh seen like a definitive Ugh. release date yet but it's going to be uh three uh no sorry 10 episodes and they're all uh 30 minutes i am de- i would this is the thing that would make me get HBO Max. Yeah. Like, it's Adventure Time. And Fiona and Cake Adventure Time. You kidding me? I'm excited. Me? Fuck yes. So excited. Ugh. <laughs> oh, man. That's the best news I've heard today. You kidding well, me? good. Oh, yes. <laughs> Glad so to bring excited. that to you. Thank you. Um, I've been watching... So, I just finished two tv shows i would like to tell you about those shows okay i need you i desperately need you to watch bad batch i can't i don't i need to watch (laughs) the other two first i don't think you do like i after watching it i sat back and i was like evaluating i was like (laughs) do you need (laughs) i'm sorry hang on i see you like in bed you were leaning forward (laughs) you watched it and then you just like finger on the upper lip and you sat back just hmm, <laughs> hmm. just that's contemplated exactly, deep inside that's precisely how it was like i finished it and once i finished sobbing and wiping the tears away okay. then then i was like does robert need to watch clone wars and or rebels to really appreciate the experience of bad batch and i i actually think that if you watch bad batch first you're going to want to watch clone wars more i mean i do want to watch them we've just been gone <laughs> Yeah, I just think, I think Bad Batch, it's got that je ne sais quoi. It's got something about it. <laughs> it's so fucking so good. is season one done? Like, it's done. Yes, it has wrapped. And it is a tight, I think, 16 episodes that they ran. No, not even. I think it was like 13 episodes. Bad Batch. Okay. Let me have a look real quick. Um, ugh, Polygon. Fucking, sorry. I just Googled Bad Batch in this top story. Star Wars, the bad batch season one ending was too Clone Wars to be great. Excuse you. <laughs> I was about to say, these people are trashing your show here. Okay, I. <laughs> it's so good. 
Like, I know you feel for robots the way that I feel for robots. Don't fuck with me, dude. Is, it, is there a good <laughs> robot? Oh, I, I just, I want to tell you about this robot that was in, like, the last couple of episodes, but I don't want to, like, ruin it for you if you're going to watch it, because the emotional roller coaster that I went okay. on. Okay, look. <sighs> Starting tonight, oh. I will do, all right, we will. We will reconvene in a week's time. Okay. okay. So one, two, three, four, five, six. I could do two a day and still be done. Yeah, roughly. dude. You're going to so, want to do more than two a day, honestly. Because, like, my God. I will watch this by myself starting tonight. I, I'm okay. just going to crank it out and get it done. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. You, there's, like, a couple, like, one-off things that you'll be like, who is that character? Or, like, why do I care about this? But... You'll, I mean, that's you'll... how I feel watching Star Wars most of the time, so... <laughs> okay. And one thing that you're going to have to get past, how do you how do you feel about New Zealander accents? I love them. Okay, great. Then you're going to love Omega. <laughs> Taika Waititi is the best person on the planet, so... Oh my god. No, there's this, there's this like, little girl, her name is Omega, and she talks like this, and it's just... Oh, she's a little kid? That's <laughs> yeah. cute! I love okay. that. Okay. Okay, cool. I hope... No, I'm digging that. Yeah, I think... I th- I think that you'll really like this show. And my God, the scenery is so ambitious and beautiful. Like okay. there's, there's times where I've like just had to pause it to, to fucking look at what is happening in the world. Just being like, Holy shit. This is so intricate and detailed and beautiful. Cause like Clone Wars started as very like children's show bubblegum looking kind of shit. And yeah. then it evolved into something greater and Bad Batch is the next evolution of that. And it is just so refined and gorgeous. Okay. And I just, I need you to take it in on your, on your OLED TV. I'll make it work. Yeah. Make it work in whatever way you can. I just need okay. you to consume this show. It's okay. It's so good. <laughs> I mean, you have expressed once, but never a need. So I feel like I must do this right now. Yeah. Like after I finished okay. this show like after that robot situation i was like robert needs to know okay so i will know you're gonna appreciate it we will we will touch back on my thoughts next episode that is a yimtope guarantee okay all right and you know we don't fuck around with the guarantees no we don't so okay i got it uh d bradley baker carries this fucking series on his back on his fucking back (laughs) he voices everybody everybody just, I love him. I love him so much. He's an amazing dude. Ugh. I can't talk about it anymore. I'm going to throw okay. up. <laughs> okay. Okay. But you said you watched something else. What else did you watch? I finished a second show, which I uh, neglected to include in our show notes here, but it's called Lupin. I have okay. talked about it before. Not Lupin the Third, just Lupin. I was wondering. It, okay. <laughs> it's um, it's about a, a gentleman thief, and he's very... <laughs> It's a gentleman. Thing. Oh, it's I have seen the show out there. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. So they ran like a five episode series, I think back in May or something. And they just dropped the second half of it. And we watched it over the last week and it was super, super good. And like every single one okay. of these episodes, I'm just like, how are they going to get away? And they end up oh getting God. away. It's so good. And there's a scene that takes place in the catacombs of Paris. And I was like, oh. super, super thrilled about that. So, okay. Yeah, uh, if you have time in your life for Lupin, I recommend it. Okay. Okay, one more show. 
Okay, this is the one I thought you'd finish, and I was like, hot damn. No, dude. So, okay, I have just started. I'm like five or six episodes into The Legend of Korra. Okay, before you even go further. Okay. How fucking good is Korra? I love Korra so far. Oh my god. I okay. I didn't expect to like it this much. Like, the first couple episodes, I was like, okay, I could get into this. And now I'm like, I'm into this. We watched all of season one in one sitting because we couldn't yeah. stop. Like, my season god. one is amazing. They take a couple episodes to, like, set up the exposition and, like, oh, tell yeah. you about the world and stuff, which, you know, fine. And now that, like, now that, like, stuff is happening, gears are moving, and she's, like, joined this team of people that do, like, avatar oh. fighting and stuff. What do you think of that game? That's I f- want to play it. <laughs> I would go to those matches, for sure. Yes, it's very it's cool. so cool. Dude, season one, I still think about that season. Like, a lot. I'll, I'll just, like, think back, like, damn, that's a good, just, series of events that happen. Yeah. I cannot wait so, for you to finish season one. I'll definitely let you know once I finish it. I'm gonna probably go through, like, two to three episodes a day. I don't want to fully just, like, knock it back, you know? Everything else is good, from what I've seen, because I haven't seen the last season. I've seen okay. three of the four. Okay. Yeah. The other seasons are good, and there's, like, great things in them. But I am sorry, season one of Korra is like a perfect thing. Like, it is one of the most perfect (laughs) medias that exists. Okay. It's so good. I love that season. I really love the themes that they're playing with. Like, in Avatar, you just get, like, this is kids growing up. It's a coming-of-age show, but it's also about war. And in Korra, so far, it's like we have... they're almost adults. Like I get that they're like eighteen, twenty, somewhere in that range, right? Yeah, it's 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 just a grown up version of Avatar. Yeah, and there's like of. love triangles and just different like plots about overthrowing the government and shit. And I'm just I'm I'm into it, man. I'm really trying to weigh my words here, right? Because <laughs> I'm thinking about it, and I and I like had something that I wanted to say, and I was like, do I mean that? And I kind of think I do. I really like season one of that show. And I watched Avatar first, like the whole, like, original show first, right? Yeah. I think I like season one of Korra more than that show. Wow, okay. Because of kind of like what it sets up and what it does. I think because of the show. If I had just watched that alone, I probably wouldn't care. Yeah. But based on what it built from the original show, it is a great extension of that original show. Okay, it, good. I'm... It's a perfect next step. I like that. Um, it's really good. Plus, dude, Asami. Yeah, I love her. I've only seen her in like a couple of episodes so far, but I love her a lot. And I also love Bolin. <sighs> I think he's the best. Oh, Bolin's cool. I love I his I want to marry him. Dude. He's so sweet. What's the name of his little guy? I always forget. A little fire ferret? Yeah. Yeah. I can't ever um, remember his name, but... It starts with a P. I forget what it is. Yeah. But, oof, Asami. Love Asami. <laughs> She's great. So, good. I'm glad that you're enjoying it. I hope you enjoy it, that first season, as much as I fondly did. Yeah. But, this is also a great next step, because you know... It is made by the same people. As Avatar? Yeah, like the guy who created the Avatar universe, that world, he made this show too. Okay. 
I mean, this is the next step from his own mind. You Good. Know? Like, this isn't like, oh, yeah, this show was a hit, so let's make another one. He brought yeah. this show to them and said, hey, I have another idea with this. I did spend, like, the first episode a little bit confused because I was trying to figure out, like, how far along in the timeline are we? Like, are Katara and Aang and everybody just fucking dead? Or is it just... <laughs> yeah. And then I realized that Katara is that old-ass lady and that Aang is, like... Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure he's dead. I thought that he might have been the bearded guy for a minute, but that's uh, that's Tenzin. Yeah. That's his son. Youngest son. Yeah. So... And Tenzin is named for somebody in Avatar, right? I feel like I know that name. I think he's named after one of the old avatars. Okay, one of the old masters and all that. I think so. Yeah, that sounds right. Because when, when they said his name, I was like, I thought he was a character in the last show. And I got even more confused. I plus, just didn't know where it fit in the timeline. Plus, I know you love him because of who voices him. Who voices him? It's J.K. Simmons. Oh my god! <laughs> okay. How do you not know that's J.K. Simmons? The yes, man's okay. voice is iconic. Now now I can hear it. Yeah, all oh, right. As soon as you go back, you can be like, ah, oh, fuck, he's ruined now. Because <laughs> he's just J.K. Simmons. It's just going to be, uh, what's what's his face? Cave, whatever, yelling yeah. about lemons. Um, blah, 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 blah. I'm just, like, trying to read real quick. I don't see anything about where his name comes from, so I don't know if that's true, what we have said. Okay, I feel like... I feel like I knew that name before the show, but who knows? Well, I know the name Tenzin from Uncharted 2, so... Oh. Could be because of me talking about Uncharted for a billion years, but you never know. Okay. Because that's uh, Nate's Sherpa from Part 2 that guides him through the mountains to find some stuff. Yeah. Oh, man, there's some good stuff in this show. You're gonna love it. I can't wait to see. I... I would like to finish it, but I feel like I should just start it over. Probably. It's probably been like two or three years since we watched season three. Wow. It's been a while. Like, we bought it on Blu-ray. We were cranking it out. And you know how, like, new shows come along, and then you just kind of leave the old ones to die? Yeah. So, that's kind of what happened. Okay. And then, you know, it, it gets old, so you go, I should rewatch it. I don't want to rewatch the whole show. And yes. then it just, you just never come back to it. I'm at that point in The Wire right now because one of my favorite characters died and it was both Richard and I's favorite character and now we're just like, what do we do? (laughs) Do we keep watching? Now we don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, One more thing. I have taken in some new media as well. Okay. I haven't really played any games in a long time. Yeah, you've been swamped with work. Yeah, and I don't know. Like, I just don't want to get it. If I'm going to play a game... I need to, like, get into it. So I can't play, like, a big RPG game because I want to, like, give at minimum five hours of myself at a time to it, you know? Yeah. Like, for a game like that, I want to spend time. Like, I can't imagine playing Assassin's Creed in 30-minute increments. I would never finish it. I would never finish it. That's impossible. So I was like, well, I need, like, something smaller and when we were in Nashville, PlayStation was having a sale, and I was like, I think I'm going to get a game, because it's been a big game for a long time. It came out in 2017, so it's been around for four years. Okay. And it's a game I've always thought about, because I'm like, I think I might like it. So we came home, I pulled the trigger, bought the game, it's called Axiom Verge. Okay. Okay. I've heard of this game, but I know nothing about it. It's got such a beautiful cover. Like, that's what I always think of. I think of that cover. And the reason why I even thought about it is because apparently part two shadow dropped. 
Oh. Like, they just went, oh, hey, part two's out today while we were there. Okay. And that's why it popped up in my feed, and I was like, oh, yeah, I should play that original game. And I just thought they were announcing part two, not that I could go buy it today. Yeah. Fuck. So part two's out, and I haven't even played the first one yet. But so people are kind of comparing it to Metroid Dread or Metroidvania. It is so Metroidvania. Okay. Um, I fucking love it. <laughs> okay, good. I fell in love with it two minutes in. Nice. Like within two minutes, it's like a 16-bit style, so it's the retro style. Love it. It's got just dope music the music is all 16 bit and it is good and the it's it's like old school super nintendo looking but the animation is so fluid and cool there were some moments kind of like you with bad batch like i just had to stare at it and like it took my breath away (laughs) i was like how can it look this good for being this retro you know nice i'm thoroughly enjoying it i've been playing this is a game that i can do like 30 minutes at a time yeah, most games like this aren't too long. So I kind of play for 30 minutes, get a new upgrade, try something out, and go from there. But okay. it is, it's it's fluid. The controls are tight. I think you might really like it if you've never played a style of game like this before. Yeah. It's not... I think the word I'm trying to say... It's not too demanding of you. Yeah, okay. Because Hollow Knight is another game that's a metroidvania but that game's hard as fuck that's what i've heard and it pushed me away like i didn't even beat it because i was like this is just like a mean game oh like i'm not having fun because it's just hard right yeah this is pretty just fun like you just kind of like i mean you got to figure it out like okay i can't get to this room now because i need some upgrade that i don't even know exists i find it and go oh wait that room and it's all pretty laid out good, and the stuff they have in it, I was like, can a game do this? This is amazing. Like, I'm being blown away by this game, I think. Okay, nice. I really like it, and I think if you can get it on a good sale, I got it for like six bucks. It's so worth six bucks. And really, right. it's worth the 20 that it normally costs. It's a great game. It's fantastic. And everybody cool. should maybe just take a look at it. It's not everyone's cup of tea. People don't really like that style of game sometimes. But if you could watch somebody, it's got a cool story so far. I'm digging it. <sighs> well, you ready to watch all these tapes? No. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> you ready to uh, catfish? Are you ready to? Are you ready to treat others the way they want to be treated? I will never do that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, please tell your friends about us. Help us grow this awesome audience. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. Because we make a promise of every Monday. The Yimtope guarantee, seal of approval, just as good as the Nintendo one, okay? That's quality. That's timeliness. If you enjoy that, tell a friend about it. Say, hey, you need a show for Monday? You need something to get through the horribleness that is the beginning of the work week? Check out Yimtope. They'll make you smile. They'll make you think. And if you like all that stuff, your friend likes that stuff. Why don't you both go out to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review that really helps us rise up in the rankings so that we can get into everybody's life for every Monday. 
Yes, indeed. And while you're out there on the internet, you can find us and friend us on each and every social media. We are at YMBTOAP. That stands for You Must Be Thinking of Another Podcast. And don't you forget it. We're on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, especially this Saturday on Twitch. Please join us while we're streaming the... Uh, what, what do we want to call this game? It's a... It's, it's kind a, of a mystery. It's a mystery. Yeah. It's like a visual novel. It's also got a little bit of like survival aspects to it. It's a game called Neocab. I just like randomly came across this game one time and the visual style was so striking. I was like, I got to play that. Yeah, it looks and very it's, cool. It's been sitting here waiting for us to stream it one day and it's time has come. That day is going to be at 6 p.m. on August 28th on Twitch. You can find us there streaming Neocab. And we want to say thank you, of course, again to our patrons for supporting us. You're the ones who push us forward. Let us stream these fun little games. You're the reason we can, we can afford to purchase those and stream them for you. So uh, if you have any suggestions for future streams or if you just want to tell us how much you enjoyed this episode, you can email us at ymbtoap at gmail.com. We want that listener mail unless it's about curly hair products. Then I just I, I'm too overwhelmed. You can't don't don't send me any more of those, please. Nope. No poos. No poos. And don't forget, our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Go check out his music. He's on YouTube with so much awesome stuff. You've got hours and hours of good, awesome music to listen to. And as always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Who knew there were so many poos and hair washes? We got low poo. We got no poo. We got show poo. We got dog poo. One more important sound we wanted you to hear. I just need someone to experience it and be be existing with this in their brain. Okay. okay. And I know that all of you people said, we hate Yimtope Reacts. Well, I don't really give a <laughs> shit because I think they're fun. <laughs> so, you know what? It's my show, damn it. We run this town. But anyway, this is one of the shots that I was like, this was amazing from like a filmmaking perspective like i am i was floored by how this came across okay Okay. and i just want you to not appreciate what happens but how it was filmed okay okay so here we go here we go i know you won't like the beginning though is that tape on her mouth yes she has tape on her mouth and then you got this weirdo coming into the room oh my god what the fuck Ugh. what okay that is the mask on the back of his head okay Ew. oh my god i hate this isn't this weird oh barbara why did you watch this movie i would have shut it off the second this dude came around the corner because this is like the end of the movie Jesus like this Christ. is not early that happens this is the mask that he normally wears because i was like what is this creature? But it's just on the top of his head. And I was like, all right, cool. We're good, uh, right? It's got like a, a death mask. Yeah, uh, like a plague mask, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I hate whatever is happening right now. No! This, this is what got me. Watch the tape. Ugh! Fuck, I hate this so much. I knew you would, but I have to experience this with another person. Oh my god! I'm like clutching my throat. Okay, we're done. Okay, that's I the hated end of it. it. That was bad well, and terrible. I knew you'd hate it. But, uh, so, did you watch that movie? No! 
Why not? God, fuck all of it.